Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 442, I think, of the Car Bomb Podcast. <laughs> I did 10 seconds of research. Um, I am your host today, Jesse Nelson. With I'm me. not your host. Yes. Kieran. I have, I have Kieran Stefans. Yeah, I'm French now. Yeah, exactly. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um... Yeah, welcome to uh, just a two-man podcast uh, into the new year, the first mm-hmm. podcast of 2023. Uh, already? Wow. Yep, time flies whether you're having fun or not. Uh-huh, okay. Well, uh, let's just, let's let's get the theme song over with, because I don't have anything, like, fun. So, that, theme song. Okay. Off to a great start to our year. Just phoning it in on the theme song. Yes. Uh, um, how, how you doing, Kieran? How's it been? All right, I'm all right. Uh, you know, new, new Year. I've been sick. I got sick like the day before New Year's. Oof. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Just like a sore throat, and then it like, I don't know if you ever get it where you have like a sore throat, and then it like migrates up and becomes a cough, and your throat stops being sore. And then it like migrates up into your nose, and it's like it's like running away out of your face. I, I don't think I've had so it's in my nose. I now. feel like what you're describing is like a chase scene from Osmosis Jones. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Osmosis Jones is chasing some bad guys up from my throat up to my mouth into my nose, and they're currently in my nose. So if I sound a little nasal, it's because Osmosis Jones is still uh, combating. Uh, his enemies. He has not gone down to Electric Avenue. That's the only part, that's the only scene in that movie I remember is when he does the chase to that song. (laughs) We're gonna rock on to Electric Avenue. Wow. What a great movie. They had a show for a while, didn't they? I think so. I was gonna say should have been more successful. What a fun idea. That That was the era of like every cartoon movie got a series. Like almost by default. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the the era where every cartoon was also really gross. Yeah, the gross out era was fun. But here's the thing: the '90s as a whole. I don't know if that's '90s. Maybe that's 2000s. But like that era was was like '90s, early 2000s, mid 2000s. Was really like gross things were cool. Like a lot of people get a lot of people getting slimed, right? (laughs) A lot of people get. Yeah, I was just gonna say everything was like slime. A lot of a lot of toilet humor. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. A lot of like stinky lines being drawn coming from people's like armpits. Yeah, there was some stank going on in that era. That's for sure. I feel a lot of it was also like Canadian stuff was also very gross. Well, what specifically are you thinking? I'm thinking of like Yvonne of the Yukon. Oh my god. (laughs) I have not thought about that little fuck for years. I don't. Every once in a while, I'll be like, "That was a thing." Huh. It was just this like show about what was it? He was like a f- French explorer frozen in ice for a few hundred years. Yeah, he was like well, on, dethawed in the Yukon. Pause for a second, I guys. I, I think I'm going to put headphones on because I think you're spilling into my audio. One second. Uh, I'll be right back. Um, yeah, folks, Ivana the Yukon. Uh, 
Canadian. I'm not going to look it up, honestly. I'm going to try and guess the plot from memory. And if there are any Yvonne of the Yukon fans out there who um, get offended, well then, Snowflake, welcome. Welcome, you know? I don't care. I love to offend. I'm uh, controversial when it comes to Yvonne of the Yukon. I don't care about uh, your feelings uh, when it comes to that, 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 that TV show. I didn't think I would have to vamp for this long. Um, geez. Hmm. Do, 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 do. I imagine we'll edit this out, but what is it? There's Being Ian. I don't know. What other shows were there? Canadian cartoons. Let's, let's Google that. Cartoon. All right, I'm back. Okay, welcome back. Oh, hold on. I don't know if I can hear you. For that long. Oh no, that's a crucial component of podcasting is being able to hear the other person. Hello? I mean, hopefully this will all be edited out. There we go. No, you're in now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So you were talking about like Canadian cartoons. I'm yeah. trying to remember like what were specifically Canadian. Cause I remember like that same era that was like gross out stuff, at least in that vein. I remember like ripping friends and stuff like that, but I think that was American ripping friends. What a, another weird show where people were just like kind of gross. Yeah. Those were all like jacked dudes. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Remember, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Ren and Stimpy, but I think that was American as well. No, it's not. It's Canadian. It's, sorry, it's an American no. television series, but a Canadian animator. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy, what I think, is one? like master of, of weird. There was one where it was like a a, a, a cockroach and a maggot. Cockroach uh, and maggot. Freaky stories. Oh. A cockroach and a maggot would like tell spooky stories. Yeah, that, see, and that would, that would go on at like... 10 o'clock at night where it's like the kids or like nine at night. It's like the kids should be in sleep, but it's, mm-hmm. they're not quite. So it was, uh, I'm looking it up. It was two puppets, Larry DeBug, yeah. who's a cockroach and Maurice the maggot. That was disgusting. Cause the maggot was always covered in like goo, sticky goo. Again, everything was, was slimy. Yeah. What a slimy era. I wonder, I don't know. There's, I wonder if someone has written, you could probably write like a PhD thesis on like, why so much slime? Yeah. Hold on. Why gonna... did everyone like slime so much then? Um, Johnny Test? Oh yeah, no, that was a thing. But that was, I think, like yeah. a little bit after. And that's a pretty straightforward cartoon. Yeah, that's a normal one. I'm looking at like a list now. But yeah, Ivana the Yukon. Guy... Fro- explore frozen and ice dethawed in the Yukon hundreds of years later. And from all I remember, he just goes around town being like loud and smelly. Yeah, pretty much like, cause he was, he was a French explorer sent by King Louis to find the Northwest yeah. passage. I want to say, and then he, I don't know if it's that smart. Probably. Um, and then he gets frozen in ice and then he gets found, but it's just like, there's a bunch of like, even the townsfolk are weird too, though. He's not the only weird one in that. No, no, everyone was pretty weird. I mean, and I'm I'm sure. It, by the way, I'm sure it's not aged well in terms of the racism because I remember a lot of Inuit people being in that that show. Yes. Yeah. I. 
I don't have faith that mid two thousand early two thousands Canadian television show we thought of the Yukon was not racist to Inuit folks. Alright, so here here is the the synopsis on Wikipedia of Yvonne of the Yukon. Yvonne of the Yukon is a, but a French explorer, Yvonne Ducharme, who embarks on a voyage to North America on behalf of King Louis. Uh looks like the fourteenth. He goes uh, far off his intended course into the frigid waters off Canada's northern coast and is knocked overboard when his boat rams an iceberg. He is cryogenically frozen in a block of ice for 300 years until a sled dog owned by an Inuk uh, teenager, Tommy Tukyuk, urinates on it and thaws him out. He settles. There it is. It gets better. He settles in the town of Up Your Muckluck, <laughs> uh, which is, quote, the hottest cold town in the Arctic, midway between Shiver Me Timbers and Frostbottom Falls. And attempts to adjust to life in the Yukon alongside his unusual neighbors. Yeah, wow. It starts off by just being peed on. That's classic Canadian television. I worked with the guy that voiced the mayor, Gary Chalk. Wow. Oh, he was also... Holy shit, he was also Optimus Primal in the Beast Wars? Man, that's cool. I worked with uh, Optimus Primal. We should... I mean, we should name towns that way. We should just call them Shiver Me. Like, when they're in cold places, we should just rename them to, like, silly things like Frost Bottom Falls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, what a, what a weird era of, of cartoonery. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. We... we... You, uh, what, what have you been up to? Oh, um, well, last night... Uh, a bunch of us, and I think uh, if I if I'm not lazy as shit tonight, uh, you'll have a video of this by the time this episode goes up tomorrow. But a bunch of us uh, went and rode a mechanical bull last night at the OK Corral. How many folks did you get out there? So it was me, Nina, Jacob, Peter, uh, and then our friend Brooke, who uh, came by actually got dunked. So she, she came and rode a bull. So there's what five of us. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, it was interesting, uh, cause we went to the OK Corral that we got there at nine after I went and saw Avatar and then, uh, right. Then went to the OK Corral. So you didn't see it on Christmas? No, I ended up, uh, just watching Violent Night instead, <laughs> which is also a good movie. Very thematic. Though, yeah. So, uh, not a bad choice. No, no, not Anyways. at all. But we went and saw Avatar, which I, I liked, I didn't really much say, but I was like, it's, I liked it better than the first one. Um, but yeah. Going directly from the from the showing of Avatar to the OK Corral might be the largest culture shock I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> of going from like the wonders of Pandora to a really skeezy, dirty country bar was just it was a lot. Let me tell you, the Navi they would not like the Corral. No, I mean Corich might General Colonel whatever his rank is. Corich might. Yeah, maybe. He, yeah, he seems like he could get along with those folks. He seems like he'd hoot and holler down there. Um, anyway, so we get... maybe his I think Spider 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 would like OK Corral. What a stupid character. <laughs> he okay, Spider. Okay, fine. It we're doing it. We're doing like, it. <laughs> he's like a character out of like late, like early mid nineties, like some weird show. Like he's mm. he's like out of time. Yeah, like he doesn't belong in the the twenty twenty. So the the only thing I'll say is like. Spider is such a useless character in that movie, but I can tell that he's being set up as an important character for, like, the the four movies they're about to do. Like, I understand yeah. what role he's going to have in, in the grand scheme of things, but 
Yeah. In this movie, he shows up, gets kidnapped, hangs around, and then just leaves. Like, <laughs> to, be, to be honest, Natiri should have should have taken him out. Yeah, absolutely. She was threatening to, and I was like, "Listen, I know killing children is bad. You shouldn't murder." That, that's not child. How old is that actor? I gotta look this up. That child. Is... I don't know. He looks. He's he's vaguely teenager-ish, but he, he might be older. He feels like 17. He feels like legally killable age. <laughs> <laughs> is that a legally killable age? At, well, I'm sure, I'm sure that the sentencing is different. Yeah, but anyways. Oh, she God. shouldn't take care about it. He's gonna cause a world of trouble. I mean, he already has. Yeah. He went and saved his daddy. Spoilers. Jack Champion. He was born in 2004, so he's 19? 18. Yeah, if you yeah, can, I don't if, know. He just seems if you can vote, like you character. can die. That's my opinion, Karen. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, that's the opinion of most states. Yeah, as well. exactly. Um, See, perfect. He just seemed like a character out of like, like I said, like a '90s sci-fi, where they're like traveling to different planets, but he like travels on a, like a a a rocket skateboard. Yeah, yeah, and. Where's like go- you know, where's some goggles? He, you know, I I know exactly what you're talking about. He's a combination between the 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 gargly kid from Wild Thornberries and one of the kids from Rocket Power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he would have some like radical catchphrase. Um, I could see him on the Weekenders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could belong in a lot of cartoons too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah what a a bizarre, out of place character. That. Um. But well, you know, whatever. When when on Pandora, <laughs> when on Pandora. I uh, mean, he he's the one white boy. I mean, we gotta support it. He's the one white boy who you can't get mad at for having a, a full hair of dreads. You know, absolutely. Because like how he was, how's he supposed to know better? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so is that the OK Corral? <laughs> So so we get there like at nine o'clock and we arrange to meet there at nine because the corral is pretty busy. Like it gets pretty rambunctious near the mm-hmm. end of the night. So I'm like, okay, we want to get in early. The bull riding's not till like ten, ten thirty, but we're gonna show up early so we can get a booth, have a place to sit, like, you know. So me and Nina get in line and there's no one in like, there's, like no one behind us. And as just as we get to like the front, like there's maybe one person in front of us. They go through. We're the next in line. And as we get like to the rope, waiting, and we're about to be the next ones in, eight cabs roll up, and like clown car in each of them, like the children pile out, <laughs> like they looked like they were babies. Um, and I looked at the bouncer, like, "What the fuck is this normal?" And he's like, "No, I guess another nightclub in town, Gotham, had cl- was closed for two weeks." And mm-hmm. so everyone went to Gotham, found out that they're closed, and then cabbed here. So there was just a sudden influx of, like, fuckboy energy going to get drunk on a Thursday. Um, woot woot. Woot woot. And so that was a weird thing of, like, it's half people in full, like, cowboy hats and country wear, and then people who went out to go clubbing downtown. And it was just a weird mix of cultures in there. So anyways, we get inside. Place is packed. And uh, we go and sign up for the bull riding. And uh, what they do then is the bull comes out. They they da- you can dance for a little bit. The bull mechanical bull rises up out of the floor. It's actually kind of dope. Um, they clear the floor, get all the pads out, and then you all line up. Like the people who signed up, they mark you with like a marker saying that you paid, 
it's like two bucks to ride the bull and that you've signed the waiver, which is, by the way, they give you a piece of paper and be like signature initial here and sign here, but then don't like correlate to IDs or anything like that. So I could just sign it as anyone. Like it's a really weird, non-legally binding <laughs> agreement that I won't sue you. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so we signed that, um, you line up and then I quickly realized that our group, um, that we were with are the only guys. It's all women going up to ride the mechanical bull. Hmm. Interesting. And so we're in line and like the guy who's controlling it's going easy. And I realized that, okay, the mechanical bull is not actually a challenge here. It's to be like, it's a, it's to put a bunch of sexy women on a mechanical bull to get people to like drink and then go buy drinks to then talk to the beautiful women who rode the mechanical bull. Like that's the appeal of this thing. So I was the first guy to get on. And the man clearly was a little bit more angry with me as a man on there. And I got fucking <laughs> rocked up. I, I made it the full eight seconds that you're supposed to stay on. But I got launched at yeah. the end. <laughs> uh, did, like, how was... Have you ever been on one? Before? No, that was my first time. And I'm proud I made it the eight seconds. But I was filming. And then when, when Nina and Brooke went on, I specifically uh, was filming each... Like, um, Aaron, Jacob's girlfriend, filmed my run. And then I filmed everyone else's afterwards. And, like, yeah. you can tell that when me, Jacob, and Peter go on versus the two girls, theirs is, like, a nice, like, slow, gradual spinning thing. And ours is, like, fucking twisting around and violent. Jacob got sacked yeah. so hard that afterwards he got off. He's like, I need to go home. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, he's like, Jeez. you know you get hit in the nuts so hard, you're like, I'm sweating and I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was him. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, and I won't spoil, but Peter's run ended, uh interestingly if you want to watch the video it's it's hard to be a man out there folks absolutely when will women finally get called on their mechanical bull privilege yeah do you know how to just be a white man at a country bar it's so hard here <laughs> yeah unlike yeah. white women absolutely have have it easy uh, but yeah that was that was fun i'm that was last night though when i'm fucking hurting i landed on my shoulder so hard is it like padded around? It's that? it's padded, but you still like I I'm I'm a fat man, and I landed like all my weight onto my one shoulder, you know. Mm. So basically, oh, I'm going to sue them. That's... Is is the the short of it, you know? Yeah, for discrimination against men. Absolutely, men's rights. Yeah, we're, we're men uh, here at Carbob. We're all men's rights activists. Yep, that's why I retweet everything Jordan Peterson. Jordan, yeah, I fucked that joke up. Damn it, <laughs> Jorgen Peterson. Yeah, Jorgen. That's his. Uh, it, that's his Norwegian counterpart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what um, that's what I I did last night. I, I, honestly, this week after New Year's has just been like dead for me, which is fine because I was yeah. really hungover New Year's Day. How was New Year's? Didn't you say you were going to talk about that? Or did oh, we... yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, I think we talked about it before, but we were throwing like a, a prom party or prom theme party. Yes. So I made like a, a seven hour playlist. And I think, wow, not everyone, but I ended up going until about like four in the morning with a small group of people. Um, three or four in the morning. And like I got I got sloppy. It was bad. <laughs> it was good. But like I like I had fun. But the. Like, me and Nina woke up the next morning. Sorry, morning's a strong word. We woke up at around 3 or 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> and then proceeded to, like, like leave all the lights off, order food in, and just, like, watch Bee and Puppycat on Netflix. <laughs> and we're like, this is our life now. This is What is Bee and Puppycat? It's just a really, like, 
like soft cartoon to watch is the best way to put it like it's like nothing's happening it's just comfort and feel good yeah interesting how was your well, new, how was your I'm new glad years? you guys had fun oh was, i did nothing because i was sick oh right right sorry that's when you got i sick. i like I, I i went over to my friend's house briefly because like i was like hey, i shouldn't do nothing but it was like low-key it was just my friend and like his girlfriend his cousin his dad um, and his sister, and they were just watching like Rick and Morty episodes. Oh, nice! Uh, new ones. Dub dub. I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen them. I oh. haven't seen the last two seasons. The um, last season was pretty good, but yeah, it's hit and miss. And then uh, the only eventful thing that happened was, I mean, his cousin argued with me about a whole bunch of things for some reason. Um, his cousin. I haven't seen his cousin since I was like fourteen. But anyways, he argued with me about a whole bunch of different stuff, and then they went outside just after midnight, and they were chopping, uh, they were throwing squash at my friend who had a saber, like a cavalry saber. He was chopping the squash in half with. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was my that was how I brought in the new year, watching someone slice rotten squash in half with a saber and then i went home and went to bed because i felt terrible what is sorry i mean that's 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 a that's how you should always ring in every new year but what is peter putting in the group chat here what let me see i I haven't which which uh podcast in podcast podcast, i put i put a picture of the freaky stories maggot and and bug and then you said you're telling freaky stories and there's like a picture of him with a with a unicorn? It looks like... That's like the Witcher. You know that Witcher scene where, like... I think that's supposed to be Geralt? Oh, like yeah, that is. That's like that's like a... a Isn't there, cosplay. like, a sex scene on the unicorn? Maybe. Isn't I mean, there's a rose. He fucks Yennefer on it. He fucks Yennefer on the unicorn. And then just a zoomed-in picture of Peter's face. He's got a badge. I don't is understand he, the connection. Is he, is he at a convention right now? There's a badge that says Maybe. Friday... Maybe, maybe that's why he can't be here. He didn't say he couldn't be here. So no, but he's ap- busy. after he did the mechanical bull, he said he was, um, he had to work the next day. I don't know. This is weird. I don't know what's happening. We're telling freaky stories. Boo, boo this uh, man. <laughs> boo him. <laughs> boo Peter. We don't understand. Peter, we don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Yeah. You're, you're unhinged. You're freaky, man. You're freaky. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was my New Year's. Uh, not not my favorite New Year's I've ever had, but uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, you know what? Honestly, at a certain point, New Year's is just like if you. I don't know, like I had a, a party to go to that I was part of, like the planning on and stuff like that. So that's a little different. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. most New Year's, I'd be totally fine to just like watch the Eastern broadcast of the countdown at like nine o'clock and go to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite New Year's was just watching this, like, I think I've talked about it on the podcast with, like, four of my friends watching this show called The World Without Canada. Have I talked about it? It's literally a show that's like, what if Canada, the entire continent, but also all Canadians and anything a Canadian has ever come up with disappeared from the world? Oh, you have mentioned this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely insane, unhinged show. Well, where we they're would, like, "What would we do without Yvonne of the Yukon?" 
It's true. But, my, my, I mean, like, I'm sure I, ta- I talked about it before, but my favorite part is literally the uh, entire landmass of Canada disappears off the north coast of the U.S., which causes, like, massive storms or something. Yeah. Um, and they're like, without Canada, massive storms batter the northern coast of the U.S. And then, but at the end, the last episode, Canada returns, and they're like, Canada has saved the U.S. from the massive storms. And I was like, well... <laughs> someone made this and it was on like the cbc because like here's here okay here's the only thing i'm going to say to that as a 10 second i don't understand science conversation so please no one fucking yell at me here um let's pretend canada magically vanished and now there's a shoreline along the northern border i feel like none of that land is is prepared for like water erosion and that would be bad but i don't understand how the landmass i guess because now it's ocean front so like the storms would come from the ocean i don't know i i have no idea i i mean i don't know where they decided like i don't know how you do climate science to be like yeah if an entire continent disappeared and somehow was replaced with water because like if if all of canada disappeared i I have to imagine sea levels would drop, would go down significantly, but they don't calculate that. That doesn't happen. It's just storms, like mega storms, I mean, like I mean, constant <laughs> hurricanes. See, that doesn't make sense. The only thing I can imagine is: are they taking the fact that, like, the way that we have, because like the eastern coast get, of Canada gets hit pretty hard with like weather fronts, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's not there, would it all get blown towards? The landmass? I don't... Like, are, I, are they, I guess so. Are they just taking science of the existing ocean and being, like, rotating it 90 degrees and putting it on the... The entire length of the U.S.-Canada border? I think so. I don't know. It was just an insane program. And that was a fun okay. New Year's, because I was <laughs> just, like, good. drunkenly yelling at the television. <laughs> Which, by the way, is how all New Year's should be, is just yelling at the TV. Yeah, just like fuck you. You're so stupid. Um, okay, Peter, anyways, Peter is going insane on the chat here. So we've okay. got we've got oh a, boy, we've got a photo of him dead, staring at himself in a background from what looks like a murdered soul suspect. Then there's a, a shot of him holding a gun that looks like on a dinosaur from Ark. Then yeah, a T Rex yeah, yeah. from Ark that he's oh he's also riding that. He's very tiny in the photo. Because <laughs> it's a big T-Rex. It's a big T-Rex. <laughs> or is this fake? I can't even tell. It doesn't look real. <laughs> he looks he looks weirdly lit in this one photo. <laughs> it looks like he's like edited on top of it. <laughs> this man has lived a life, my friends. I don't... Wow. Peter, what are you doing? <laughs> I t- uh, Insane. Um... I'm trying to think what my favorite New Year's was. I, th- I think there was, there was one year that we did... Um, it was at Chris and Jamie's place. I don't remember if we were live streaming this or if this was just like shits and giggles for fun. Um, but we did like a huge rock band night. And uh, I just specifically remember because at, at midnight, um, we count down 3, 2, 1, midnight, and everyone like downed their glass of champagne that we had. And then I thought it'd be funny to pour the whole bottle of champagne in my mouth. 
forgetting that oh, it, no. it, it foams up, and I basically waterboarded myself with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I think I laid down on the ground and got Jamie to pour it in my mouth, and she technically waterboarded me. But either way, it was just like it was a lot. It all came Dang. out. And, yeah, brutal. Uh, speaking of brutal, shall yeah. we talk about what's going on with DC Film Universe? Detective Comics Film Universe? The DC... Is that, F- I, the DC I honestly, F- I was like, I was literally trying to think of what it stood for, and then it's, I forgot. It's, it's, detective, <laughs> it's detective Comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's been talked about on the podcast. I've been absent for a little bit. Um, but man, was there a fucking reckoning after Black Adam came out? <laughs> yeah. Um, um. <laughs> so James Gunn and Peter Safran are now like the leads of DC Studios, and they're they're mm-hmm. they're basically doing like a, a from start slate, from what I can tell. They're like culling. Yeah, they're culling everything, uh, which is a bold choice. It's like just when it seemed maybe things were going to come together, like there yeah. was going to be a plan, like like Henry Cavill was back as Superman. I feel so bad for Henry Cavill, where he, he lost Witcher and Superman in a fucking month. Because he thought, he. I mean, I can't know this for sure, but he 100% left the Witcher for a bunch of reasons, but because he thought he still had Superman. Yeah, which I, I do wonder if he could sue Warner Brothers for... Depending on what contract he signed, or if he signed a contract, and for like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. But in you could, in theory, sue for lost wages because it's like I had a series gig, I left for you guys, and now you hung me in the wind. Um, I mean, I mean, I, uh, whatever you want to say about uh, the movies he was in, uh, Henry Cavill, good Superman, great Superman, and and someone who yeah. clearly gives a shit about the character because even in like the yeah. the interviews. He clearly didn't love Snyder's version himself, but he was like, "We're working there. We're gonna get to the the Superman that that we all love." And like, his he had a, a great uh, Instagram post when he was announced that he's no longer Superman, and it was basically like, "Superman's not gone. I'm just not playing him anymore." And it was a really good like message of like, the character still exists. We can all love him. We can all still do this. There'll be another one. It'll be great. Like, basically championing the fact that like the next person's gonna be the good Superman. Which is the most Superman yeah. thing you could fucking do on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, disappointing that it's not here. I, hard to think of a more, like, like as like a, as a human being, better example of, like, a, a Superman-looking person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they culled everything. They killed. They, they did they've, they've everything. They've made an enemy. Not everything. They've made an enemy of Dwayne The Rock Johnson for life, though. Yeah. Yeah, which is a shame that we're not going to have the the most important character in DC Comics back for a bit then. Uh, Black Adam. Yeah, they teased that they teased that his showdown was super bad and man, it was I, just it was just too important and it was yeah. too powerful and James Gunn had to shut it down. Yeah, exactly. The, Audiences the, couldn't handle it. The thing that's going to bug me though is like if um and this is like a personal slight thing, I actually kind of get the idea of starting a slate fresh things are choppy we've we've tried to boot this universe up like three times in 10 years start fresh but if you're gonna start fresh fucking start fresh if john cena stays as peacemaker and like margot robbie's harley quinn and all this stuff i'll be a little miffed yeah it's very strange because it seems like they're still doing the flash 
So Flash and Aquaman are still coming out. Uh, Same with Blue Beetle. But is that it for them? Are they just going to be like one-offs? Do we know? Well, or is it like Flash is un unspoken, and I'm guessing they're going to play it off of how much money the movie makes versus how insane Ezra Miller is at the time, Um, and just way off if he'll be Flash or not again. Jason Momoa as Aquaman, apparently they've talked to him about staying, but not necessarily as Aquaman, and they've been teasing that he'll be Lobo, which is a a great casting, but insane. Oh, the biker guy. Yeah, yeah. The space biker guy. Interesting. The main man. Um, And then... Uh, They've executed Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman. Yeah, the the rumor as of now is that she's not going to show up for the first little bit. Like they're gonna they're gonna cool it on bringing Wonder Woman back into whatever this new cycle is. The only thing because they killed about... a new film. There was like yes. a film that was like not in production, but well, well, Patty, being written Patty or Jenkins made. was writing it, and yeah, funny enough, there's I don't know if this leaks correct, but if it is, I love it. She was gonna bring bring Steve Trevor back again. What? Why? Using using, <laughs> using a Lazarus pit and uh, the the League of Assassins as the villain, and I was like, I love how she just keeps bringing back Steve Trevor. This is in as many problems. I mean, that's kind of funny as yeah, an idea to the just third be one. like, yeah, yeah, he's back again, and it's just Wonder Woman constantly being tormented with this guy she knew for a weekend. Yeah, in <laughs> for- World War One. <laughs> He just keeps totally coming right. back to life. Yeah. Um, that got killed. I think the, the Green Lantern show didn't get fully killed, but got, like, burnt down to the ground to restart, produ- like, prep on it. Um, there was a bunch of stuff that was in the works. Like, um, like I don't know if the Constantine 2 is going to keep going. Um, there was a, There was just a bunch of stuff that was, like, just barely getting off the ground that, that might get axed. Um, are they are they killing Batman? What, what that, are they doing with Batman? That that I don't know. I mean, like Reeves, for what it sounds like they're doing, because they explained why they cut Henry Cavill, which I think is a bullshit excuse. But the reason they said they're not going with him is they want to have what, this next Superman movie in this next phase. They want to have him just starting out and being like a young Superman, and Henry Cavill yeah. is apparently too old. But the man doesn't look that old. I'll be honest. No, um, no. But if that's the reasoning, it feels like then they want to have a universe that's not established yet, which is why they'd go mm-hmm. away from Ben Affleck's Batman and why they would go away with these characters that have these long histories. So uh, Pattinson's Batman, in theory, could work because he's kind of just starting his career. Maybe. I, I wonder if they'll just, like, I. at least the, the idea I got from the the Batman movie, well, that was written by Reeves, right? Yeah, Matt yeah, that Reeves, was Matt Reeves, yeah might just like stay in its own universe True, i think but, that's probably wise but they're doing a penguin it. show for in, that starts production in february oh hmm. yeah it, it's it's messy man the d it, it, it's a dc fan the last 10 years have been rough since man of steel came out in 2013 it's been it's a been rough a ride it's been a ride i just i just want it's been it's been so sloppy because it, it's a combination of like insane ideas but then coupled with no one wanting to like maintain the ideas yeah. like okay they hire Zack Snyder to to build your universe and he comes up with a five movie plan great 
Second movie in, fucking panic, pull the cord, fix everything. <laughs> okay? Then we have, now we're going to do the MCU thing where every character has their, like, movie. We're going to hire a bunch of very prolific directors to direct these movies. And then we're going to lose all of them <laughs> by, by overexerting our control so that these slates get pushed down. Like, the fucking Flash movie was supposed to come out in, I think, like, 2020 originally yeah. but it got rewritten and rewritten and new director new director and then they're like all right okay we've got it harley quinn's the future and we're like okay bold move yeah <laughs> interesting uh lodestar to fix your entire universe yeah. and they're like everyone fucking panic just kidding dwayne the rock johnson is our future black adam the character you've all known and loved he'll bring us into the light just kidding we hate him now james gunn fix it <laughs> Um, I don't know, I, I'm trying to remember, did, uh, I thought the last Suicide Squad was, like, meh. I thought it was I just okay. I didn't love it. The, the, the jumping I mean, it was better the... than the first one. Yes, I'm not obviously. even going to try to argue that, but, sorry, are you talking about Academy Award winning Suicide Squad? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. James Gunn's Suicide Squad it wasn't even fucking didn't nominated. Win an Academy Award, that's true, nope. that's true. I don't know, um, was he even nominated? Because that'd be the funniest part. Let's find I'm looking, out. I'm looking it up. Let's see. Accolades. Going blah, blah, blah. Where's the Academy Awards? Ooh, I mean, not it. It, it, uh, it won a satellite award for best stunt performance. Um, interesting. Congrats. Well done. It looks like it did not win an Academy Award, nor was it even nominated. That is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. James Gunn, BTFO. Yeah, get your sort your fucking life out, man. Um, yeah, no, he's he's uh, in charge now. I, I the one thing and I will his... say I love about him being in charge is people keep on like there became a thing about halfway through the the DCEU existing where like writing I don't call them hit pieces but like negative articles about the DC movies became super like good clickbait for for mm-hmm. entertainment journalisms or journalists and they would just they would just come up with leaks and shit like it clearly people are just making shit up for clicks right yeah um except for now james gunn just responds to all of them on twitter and just calls them out and says no you're fucking lying don't be a piece of shit like he, he does like to be on twitter but like he yeah yeah that never kicked him in the butt before um <laughs> but no there's an exchange where he was Someone said, like, de facto, like, oh, um, this is the plan, and this, and this, and this, and, like, a whole slew of things when it was first announced that that James Gunn and Peter Safran are taking over, and I guess they took, like, a month to just sit together and and sculpt a storyline and, like, an arc and, like, a a movie slate, and then they were going to pitch it to the network. So, like, they they were hired to just basically, for a month, project what the movie should be and then pitch that and get approved. So while they were pitching it, people like sources are saying they're doing this, this, this. And uh, James Gunn was like, motherfucker, me and Peter have been sitting in a room talking for four days. No one else has been involved in these conversations. <laughs> Nothing's been announced yet. Stop fucking lying. Hmm. Yeah. Well, do we know what their like rough outline is? Uh, apparently this month, been... this month they're going to do a, a, they have a 10 year plan to start. They're going to announce like the next three year slate kind of thing uh, within this month, which will be, I mean, imagining... I imagine there's going to be a Superman. 
we're going to know what they're doing with Batman, and then they're probably going to take a couple other, like, low-level players and, and give them movies. Like, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if... Like, it, it sounds like, for all intents and purposes, with everything that James Gunn has said, is that they want to... They want to build up to stuff and, like, have the universe slowly unfold. So, like, they'll have to, for example, introduce a Batman to then introduce a Robin to then introduce Teen Titans, right? They're going to they're gonna have to kind of step-by-step, play-by-play stuff. Hmm. Which is interesting. I just wonder if they're going to, like, what, if they're doing a 10-year arc. To build up to 10 years for Darkseid, you're going to get raked over the coals for the Thanos comparison. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did, like anti-monitor like crisis on infinite earth so like one of the multiverse things rather than but then again now marvel's beat them to the punch with yeah, you multiverse. can't do multiverse stuff now which is a shame because like both of these like arcs that they're doing in marvel and dc and marvel arcs like the thanos arc and then the the multiverse one um both of them were originally done by dc better but as, 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 yeah. I, i'll say the infinity gauntlet storyline is is very good, and that's a Marvel only thing. But like Thanos and Darkseid, Darkseid's generally a better villain than Thanos. And then Crisis on Infinite Earths versus Secret Wars, like Crisis is miles better. And like most people agree with that statement. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, I think, I mean, if they wait long enough, maybe no one will care or people will care less. Tr- true. But then again, name a more caring group than comic book fans. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are still mad about uh, fucking Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> it was really good. It was. He was the best. Uh, great basketball scenes. No yeah. wait, that's Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman's basketball. The one you're thinking about is the playground fight where they're on the teeter totter. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. They actually apparently they talked to Ben Affleck about directing something though, which would be interesting. Ooh, he's he's directed some good movies. I'll. I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll let it happen. Yeah. I, I do love um, I do love people trying to be like, oh, let's try to pressure them to bring the Snyderverse back. And I'm like, guys, it's dead. Like, even as a fan, stop. <laughs> yeah. We, we got our cut. Yeah. What, so do you have, do you have hope for this? I'll wait and this see. This new incarnation. I, I've been wounded before. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, um, I don't know. I, I the only thing I worry is that they're gonna they're gonna play it too safe and then they'll just add to the superhero fatigue. I did like the Snyderverse only because it was so different from the MCU. There's a lot of decisions they made that as a comic book fan I didn't love, but I respected and appreciated that I had two different palettes of comic book movies I could go see. Right? I had the fair, fair. the family friendly one, and then I had the one that while it often missed its shots, was kind of aiming for, like, heavy themes, moral stories, like... Attempted art house. Again, I would say it, it failed at that. But, like, there was intention to, to, to bring, like... Here's the way I'll, I'll put it. Um, the Marvel movies feel like really fun adventure movies. The DC movies felt like they were trying to be like epics like myth and legend and like actual yeah, like, epics. Yeah, 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 yeah and i liked that that juxtaposition again there was a lot of miss like missed beats and as much as i played up the whole snyder cut thing you know i there was plot points that i was like ah, i don't like that we did this this early like the death mm-hmm. of superman didn't really have the punch it needed in the second movie right yeah stuff like that but 
We'll see. I mean, I, I have... I'll go see it. It does seem like Gunn's style is a lot closer. I mean, at least of the movie he's movies he's made, Guardians and then uh, Suicide Squad, is a lot closer to the Marvel style. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but he's, the then, thing is, he's producing. That doesn't inherently mean that he's... That's true. He's he. I mean, if anything, he'll be the kind like. The idea is that he's the Kevin Feige, so he's checks and balances. Um, Feige is a lot like involved in these movies um, with Marvel, but maybe Gunn will be a little bit more hands off. The, the other thing that we have to remember is Gunn, while he is kind of that Marvel style, he's also way more fucked up and crass. Like, True. If you want, like he he he. One of his first movies is Slither, right? Yeah. He he wrote Dawn of the Dead, the Snyder version, like the Snyder remake. Oh, right. So him and him and Zach, knew that. him and Zack Snyder are apparently friends or whatever. So like, there's a world where everyone's gonna say they're gonna Marvelize it, and I'm sure they might just for safety and and making money. But you know, I guess that's that's the biggest kick in the ass on this DC thing is like a lot of these decisions were based off of making money and not necessarily what what's a good story. Yeah, you know, and that that sucks when like something you're a fan of is literally milked for for gold. That's tough. As that's... a Lord of the Rings fan, I'm sure you have no no idea what that's like. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, uh, <laughs> did, did did people ever? Did we talk about the series on the podcast? I don't know if we I did. Think we just... like mentioned it as we were starting it. Yeah, but then I think no one uh, like gave a shit about it after. Like... Did you finish it? Yeah. Did you finish it? Yeah, I yeah. I have thoughts. I mean, like, I don't I don't Share. love I don't love that we're gonna spoil the Rings of Power. I'm sorry, but I don't love yeah. that um, Sauron's deception was teaching the greatest uh, Smith of their <laughs> age about alloys. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, how that's supposed to play out is Sauron shows up as like an apprentice who learns over and works with the greatest smith of all time because the greatest smith is in some ways like can teach him things yeah. that he uses to forge the one ring after like decades. I understand for TV you have to speed that up a bit, but it's literally he shows up one day as a dude and is like, uh, have you heard of alloys? And the greatest smith in like middle earth is like oh fuck dude what's that yeah and i i love how I, I don't know if i missed a, a beat but why is he just fucking floating in a in, in the ocean when, when we find him like yeah i don't i don't know I, <laughs> he said he was like running away from oh maybe that's like He's been traveling because it mentions the one orc guy like stabbed him. The orc elf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first orc. Yeah. Like Adar or whatever his name was. Like stealth. I don't somehow snuck up on him, which shouldn't be possible. Yeah. First of all, but I mean, depending how powerful this orc elf guy is, but he doesn't seem that strong because he got beaten up by like I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, no, he's just, like, floating along in the ocean. Uh, I hated that they were, te- they were like, oh, Galadriel, this guy are gonna yeah. get into romance. Because, like, I, I knew he was Sauron. Yeah, I was like, he's this so Sauron. suspicious. The, the moment he's he like, shows up. I'm the, I'm not the king of the Southlands. I'm not. 
And then Galadriel's like, you're the king of the Southlands. And he's like, okay, whatever you say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I was the, like, the only thing I liked about it is I kind of dug like the dwarven arc. Sorry, no Yeah, pun, no, I mean, no I like the, like, but... Elrond is nice. Yeah. I, I like his interactions with Durin. I They're mean, cute, wholesome. I, I did not love uh, the storyline with probably my favorite mythical characters in uh, in Middle Earth, the Irish. Um, <laughs> didn't love the the what are they called? Fucking they're not. They're not they're the Harfoots. Harfoots, yeah. And uh, by I the way, he he absolutely is Gandalf, but I hope he's not. I, I hope he's one of the cannot. Blue. No, they made him Gandalf. They have him say Gandalf's line from Fellowship oh, at the it. end. I missed that part in the last episode. They have him say, "When in doubt, always follow your nose," which is what Gandalf says in Moria. I'm, when I'm, he's like, can't decide which way to go. I'm hoping they're going to pull a fast run on us, because like, in theory, he should be Saruman, because as the first one to fall, assuming. True, but none of them... At least, well, not... Okay, Saruman or Gandalf or Radagast are not supposed to be there yet. Maybe one of the two blue wizards, which they could have done and would have yeah. been interesting. But here, here but, by the way, here's a, a thought I had, drunkenly, one night. I was talking to a buddy about uh-huh. this. Um... Maybe it is one of the other ones, and they're gonna do the gray thing. Like it's not it's not proper to canon, but he's gonna die and come back as blue, white. Like like he's he's his gray self right now. I don't know. Maybe, and you'll come back. Maybe, blue but or brown. <laughs> but it's like why why would they do a double fake out in one episode with he's Sauron, J.K. He's Gandalf, J.K. Now he's now he's Saruman or something. I don't know because they because they spent all the money on production design and hired like the worst. I don't know who the writers were. That's what bugs me about the show is it had like what a five billion dollar budget or something or a one billion dollar budget. Yeah, and they're like, what writers do we have on hand? <laughs> well, they hired like unheard like unknown people basically. Yeah, which I'm not opposed to. Um, but you got to get some like other. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't like their vision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the one thing I like, and maybe it's because I'm dumb. <laughs> um, I, for some reason, did not clock when they kept talking about the Southlands, that that's Mordor. Oh, okay. So, I did. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I just... The, the I, transition I did, where... That was dumb. The word Southland turns into Mordor. That I was dumb. <laughs> paused and walked away from that. That, that was dumb. That being said, when Mount Doom starts erupting... I was like, oh, I get it now. Or no, it was specifically, it was the, it was the shot right before where it's like the yeah. wide shot and you see it in the distance and I just, suddenly the geography yeah. clicked in my head and I was like, uh-oh, that was kind of a fun moment only because I was not yeah. thinking of it. And I know Mortars to the South, so I absolutely should have like known. If that's all they did, that would be fine. If they just did like, you see the mountain in the background and then it goes off and turns the land into like ash and... Yeah. But yeah, uh... the, the, the whole like... It's now Mordor. I was like, okay, Mordor, Mordor. Yeah, yeah. They love they love trilling those R's. Also, uh, I, I loved how in the in the first teaser trailer they they lean so hard on the Balrog, and then it shows up in like the last ten Balrog. seconds of the last episode or whatever of Morgoth. Morgoth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. I don't. I think all the actors did fine. I don't have any beef with them no. for the most part. I do. Uh, I do love how they tried to like instill drama in the season where it's like, 
oh no, Isildur's dead. Anyways, and it's like, yeah, you're right, Lord of the Rings fans are absolutely going to believe that this character is dead. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Lord of the Rings did, like, the movies did the fake out with Aragorn. In the Two Towers, where he falls off the cliff. I guess, but it it just, it seems very... Like, that's like saying, like, well, I don't know. I, I can't even comparison. It's just like that's such a key figure in Lord of the Rings lore that to play uh, chicken with that one is pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to have a brother who they could do that kind of shit with. But it seems like he's just like not. I can't tell if he's dead or like just not in the story. He's yeah. supposed to have a brother, Anarion. Uh, but uh, um, what else? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm mad that they made. Galadriel not have her husband. Yeah. Uh, they just mentioned he's like gone so she can have like romances with Sauron again. Yeah. You'd think that when she met Frodo in Lothlorien, she'd be like, sorry, you're going to go destroy the ring. He was almost my boyfriend. There's actually a, a meme I saw today that was exactly like that meeting. And it's like, you've seen yeah. Sauron, right? And Frodo's like, right. And then it's two panels of them quiet. And then she's like, He's weirdly hot, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Frodo's like, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that upset me. I was like, don't you dare try this. I'll get so mad at you. But they did it. They they were like, what if they almost got together? Who knows? I'm glad they didn't tease it for longer than they did. I'm glad they didn't try and do the, maybe she will go with him and become... Well, I'm, I mean, they're they're doing five seasons, and I imagine, I imagine they're going to kind of fast track shit, and the final season will be the battle at Mount Doom. Yeah, yeah, right. So I, I feel like yeah, Sau- Sauron the being the open villain. Like, I imagine next season is going to be him trying to deceive man and, and um, dwarves with those rings, right? And then seasons like three through five will just be the open conflict with Sauron. Right. Yeah. I I just like I don't know. I mean they revealed him so quickly. It's like why bother? Why bother hiding him from us if you're gonna do like a reveal him within like four episodes? Yeah, um, or, or if you're gonna do that, like don't make him a character whose past is a mystery. Like if it's like if he's been deceiving us, have him be a, like as not saying this would work because it breaks, you know, lore, but make him be like Gilgahad or whatever. Like someone who's just there from the get-go that's just a character you would never suspect and him be like, fuck you, it's me, is better than the guy who shows up in episode two on a raft and is like, my past is dark and mysterious. <laughs> I'm from the Southlands. Yeah. Maybe I was the king. Maybe I I'm really be. strong. Yeah. I'm really powerful. Who knows? Um, I also didn't like how heavy. I I know that there's visions and stuff, but I, when they're like, oh, this uh this town is or this country is going to be underwater soon, <laughs> like they really went heavy handed with um, Numenor. Yeah, well, the doom of Numenor is a prophecy. That's it. Absolutely that's not. But it's like they every five seconds, someone's having a new goddamn vision about this, like. <laughs> Yeah, someone's, like, getting up to, like, open their curtains in the morning, and then it's, like, tidal wave. And then they wake up, and it's, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, doesn't she share, like, the fact that she's having this prophecy with Sauron, essentially? And he's, like, that's a good idea. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's well, because that's, that's ultimately going to be some of the seasons is he's going to go to Numenor. Yeah. And because he gets... So basically, Sauron declares that he's he's like, I'm here. I'm Sauron again. I, I have an army. And the Numenorians show up and they beat the shit out of him and take him captive and take him back to Numenor. And then even though knowing he's like really evil, they like talk to him and he's just like, Hey, I could be an advisor or something. And they're like, yeah, that sounds good. And then they, then he just starts like advising Numenor and advising them to sail West into Valinor to attack, you know, yeah. the, the gods basically. And God, Ilu Iluvatar, Iru Iluvatar. And then the Island gets destroyed. So that's going to be some point of the next, few seasons i don't know how long they'll make that take see like if, if um, i if i was gonna just make shit up as a, as a lord of the rings show like we're going in and we're like we're gonna fuck the canon all up <laughs> like that's our that's our goal because clearly that's what happened here i don't know yeah. why they didn't just do a fucking show on like what's it called uh dagor dagoroth or whatever like the end of days they battle. don't they i think i don't know they don't have the rights to that because they don't have the rights to the cimmerillion oh interesting okay so it does it does put them in a weird place where they can they only have the rights to the second age so they can sort of refer to stuff that happened in the Silmarillion but they can't like they don't have the rights to it so they can't mention right. it by name cuz uh, if i'm not mistaken um, like it was it was unwritten but Dagor Dagorath is like essentially Tolkien's Ragnarok right Yeah yeah end of the world uh kind of deal but uh, not a lot written about it. I don't know how much you could make like a TV show out of it. But the point is, that like if you're making shit battle. up, if you're making shit up, you're making shit up at that point, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Is you could, yeah. I mean, I think they should have done like, I don't know, Tom Bombadil uh, the series. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like him going around solving mysteries. Oh, honestly. dude, I would absolutely watch like a fucking Knives Out, but with, <laughs> but with Tom Bombadil. <laughs> You yeah, what, Tom Bombadil you know is Daniel Craig's character, and he's like going to different taverns and solving like who stole this I, person's. I, I kind of want to reread all the Tom Bombadil stuff, but do it in Benoit Blanc's voice. <laughs> <laughs> all his little poems, like his little riddle de diddle de feel de bees. Yeah, but with that slow southern Virginian drawl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, I don't know what what I think they should have done. Ugh, it's tough. Yeah, I don't know if the, but okay. If we're going completely ignore canon, the only place they could go and make a TV show in like Harad or in Rude or in the Southlands, and they wouldn't have to like. There's not a lot written about it, so they can just make stuff up. Yeah. Um, Fair. We know that the blue wizards go off into those lands in the second age or in the third age, depending on which bit of Tolkien. So you could have a wizard character. Yep. Because uh, the, the two, you the just two make blue we really know nothing about, right? No, it's just literally they show up and Tolkien says, yeah, I think they went off into like the East lands uh, with the Easterlings or into the South. And they must have like formed a resistance there against the forces of Sauron. That sounds fun. That's all he says. That sounds like a fun so storyline. Like, yeah, or or you do like maybe if they could have gotten Tol Tolkien started on like a fourth age novel. Yeah, wasn't uh, it? Wasn't it kind of like um, 
Aragorn's heir or something like that was going to be kind of a focal It's point. like after Aragorn's dead, it's about, I don't know who's supposed to be the main character. It might have been one of Aragorn, like his kid, but it was like in the age of men where cults, sort of like in Rings of Power, they have like cults of Sauron. But it was like cults of Sauron start like popping up again, and uh, but he didn't. What what was it called? It's like J.R. Tolkien Shadows something New Shadow, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he said it was too depressing for him to write. Um, yeah, so that the people of Gondor in times of peace, justice, and prosperity would become discontented and restless, while the dynasty descending from Aragorn would become just kings and governors, like Denethor or worse. Um, there was an outcrop of plots about a secret Satanistic or Sauron religion, um, with Gondorian boys pretending to be orcs, uh, like playing as orcs. Yeah. Anyways, that was the idea. Hmm. Um, could have done something with that. I don't know. I mean, you could have even done something about the Second Age, but you'd have to... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you could do it without messing up the lore significantly. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. Which is what they did. I think... I don't know. I, I'm, I don't have a problem with the person playing Galadriel or anything, but I think they should have made the main character be Galadriel's daughter. So you don't have, like, a known quantity. Um... It's fair. Because uh, at this time, Galadriel already has, like, a... A brood. A, a husband and a child. Yeah. And she's, like... She's more chill. She's, she's not out, out she's, adventuring. She's totes relaxed by this point, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, we've, we've gone over an hour. I, I could complain about it for a while. I, I don't I had, doubt that. <laughs> I had small hopes. I didn't have a lot of expectations. I assumed it was going to be bad. And then the first episode, I was like, oh, maybe this won't be as bad as I thought. And then it just got worse every episode. Yeah, because honestly, the, the, opening, like... the opening beat with, like, Gladiel's team in that, like, ice fortress, you know, chasing Sauron, like, that was in- interesting up until, you know, like, yeah, the, the, the start is kind of intriguing. And then it just goes off the rails when, like, her jumping off the ship, I'm like, cool, yeah, she's not going... Not sailing west, and then the next episode just cuts through. Be like, man, I'm stuck in the ocean. <laughs> I was like, okay, she just... great. She's got great cardio. She's been hiking for ten years or a hundred years or something. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, I, I think it's time to end the episode. So thanks for joining me, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. As, as we made our our respective uh, nerd woes. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we, we got our each of ours in. Yeah. Um, outro. Yeah. Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass. Jail pipe, tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. That was disgusting, because the maggot was always covered in, like, goo, sticky goo.